Hello, and welcome to Wealthy Wanderlust, the personal finance podcast for travelers and adventure seekers. I'm your host, Jake, and I'm excited to bring you bi-weekly episodes every Monday and Friday to help you achieve financial freedom and explore the world. In today's episode, we're diving into the intersection of investing and taxes. We'll cover key concepts, including long-term versus short-term capital gains, tax-advantaged accounts, and tax loss harvesting. Let's get started. For our first topic, let's look at the difference between long-term and short-term capital gains. To be considered long-term capital gains, investments will need to be held for more than one year before selling. Therefore, if you only hold investments for one year or less before selling, they will be considered short-term capital gains. The distinction between long-term and short-term capital gains is crucial because it impacts the tax rate applied to your investment profits. Short-term capital gains are taxed at your ordinary income tax rate, which can be as high as 37%. Net short-term capital gains are subject to taxation as ordinary income at graduated tax rates. Long-term capital gains are taxed at more favorable rates, ranging from 0% to 20%, depending on your income level. The tax rate on most net capital gain is no higher than 15% for most individuals, Therefore, holding investments for more than one year can significantly reduce your tax liability. One piece of advice is to focus on a buy-and-hold strategy. Invest in high-quality, long-term assets that you believe in and avoid frequent trading. Also, try to rebalance your portfolio less frequently. Rebalancing too often can trigger short-term capital gains. Consider rebalancing on an annual or semi-annual basis instead. You will want to talk to a financial advisor should you be considering rebalancing. Lastly, for this segment, consider tax loss harvesting. This strategy involves selling losing investments to offset short-term capital gains, but be cautious of the wash sale rule, which prevents you from claiming a loss if you buy a substantially identical investment within 30 days before or after selling. That wraps up our segment on long-term versus short-term capital gains. Remember, the length of time you hold your investments can have a significant impact on your tax bill. By understanding the difference between long-term and short-term capital gains, you can make informed decisions to optimize your investment strategy and minimize your tax liability. Stay tuned for the next segment where we'll discuss tax-advantaged investment accounts and how they can help you save money on taxes and grow your wealth over time. Investing in tax-advantaged accounts can help reduce your tax bill and grow your wealth. Individual Retirement Accounts IRAs These are personal retirement savings accounts that come in two main types, traditional and Roth IRAs. 401ks, employer-sponsored retirement plans that offer similar tax advantages as IRAs, often with the added benefit of employer matching contributions, health savings accounts, HSAs, tax-advantaged accounts designed to help individuals save for qualified medical expenses, traditional IRAs and 401ks, Contributions are made pre-tax, reducing your taxable income, and investments grow tax-deferred until withdrawal and retirement, at which point they are taxed as ordinary income. Roth IRAs and Roth 401ks contributions are made with after-tax dollars, but investments grow tax-free, and withdrawals and retirement are also tax-free. Health savings accounts, HSAs, triple tax advantage, contributions are tax-deductible, investments grow tax-free, and withdrawals for qualified medical expenses are tax-free. So how do you choose the right account for your needs? Consider your current tax bracket and expected tax bracket in retirement. If you expect to be in a higher tax bracket when you retire, a Roth IRA or Roth 401k might be more beneficial. 
if you expect to be in a lower tax bracket, a traditional IRA or 401k could be more advantageous. Assess your employer's retirement plan offerings. If your employer offers a 401k with matching contributions, prioritize contributing at least enough to maximize the match before investing in an IRA. Evaluate your healthcare expenses. If you have a high deductible health plan, consider opening an HSA to save for medical costs and benefit from the triple tax advantage. By investing in IRAs, 401, KES, and HSAs, you can reduce your tax bill, grow your wealth, and work towards a more secure financial future. Now that we've discussed the basics of capital gains and tax-advantaged accounts, let's dive into a powerful tax-saving strategy called tax loss harvesting. Tax loss harvesting is a strategy for selling losing investments to offset gains and reduce your tax liability. Tax loss harvesting involves selling investments that have decreased in value since you purchased them, realizing a capital loss. These losses can be used to offset capital gains on other investments or reduce your taxable income up to an annual limit of $3,000, $1,500 if married filing separately. Remaining losses can be carried forward to offset gains in future years. Tax loss harvesting can be beneficial if you have realized capital gains during the year, especially short-term gains taxed at higher rates. Consider using this strategy if your investment portfolio has a mix of winning and losing positions, and you can sell the losing investments without compromising your long-term strategy. It's important to weigh the potential tax savings against the transaction costs, such as trading fees and bid-ask spreads. Review your portfolio regularly and identify investments with unrealized losses that align with your tax loss harvesting strategy. Avoid triggering the wash sale rule, which disallows the tax benefits of a loss if you purchase a substantially identical security within 30 days before or after the sale. Replace the sold investment with a different but similar investment to maintain your target asset allocation and investment strategy. By strategically selling losing investments to offset gains, you can reduce your tax liability and potentially enhance your overall investment returns. Furthermore, let's discuss how investing in taxes specifically relate to travelers, freelancers, and digital nomads. As an adventurous and mobile individual, it's crucial to understand the unique considerations and strategies that can help you optimize your financial growth and minimize tax liability. First, let's talk about the importance of understanding tax residency rules and requirements as we discussed in our last episode. As a traveler, freelancer, or digital nomad, you may find yourself living and working in various countries throughout the year. It's essential to know the tax residency requirements for each country you spend time in, as this can impact your tax obligations. Each country has its own rules for determining tax residency, and you may be considered a tax resident in multiple countries simultaneously. To avoid double taxation, research whether the countries you live in have tax treaties in place and explore the possibility of claiming foreign tax credits or exclusions. Next, let's explore flexible investment options suitable for a mobile lifestyle. When you're constantly on the move, it's crucial to have investment accounts that can adapt to your changing circumstances. Look for global investment platforms that allow you to manage your investments online and cater to expats and digital nomads. Ensure your investment accounts support multi-currency transactions and provide access to international markets so you can continue to diversify your portfolio while you travel. Consider using low-cost, tax-efficient investment vehicles such as exchange-traded funds, ETFs, or robo-advisors 
to help you invest and manage your assets with minimal fees. Now, let's focus on tax efficiency for freelancers and digital nomads. As we know, being self-employed comes with unique tax challenges, and it's essential to develop a tax-efficient strategy that aligns with your nomadic lifestyle. Keep track of your business expenses, as these can often be deducted from your taxable income. If you work remotely or from co-working spaces, don't forget to consider home office deductions, travel expenses, and other work-related costs. Remember that, as a freelancer or digital nomad, you may be required to pay self-employment taxes in addition to income taxes. Explore tax-advantaged retirement accounts specifically designed for self-employed individuals, such as a solo 401k or SEPA IRA, to help reduce your tax bill and save for the future. In conclusion, investing in taxes as a traveler, freelancer, or digital nomad can be complex, but understanding the unique considerations and strategies for your adventurous and mobile lifestyle can help you optimize your financial growth and minimize tax liability. That concludes our segment on investing and taxes for travelers, freelancers, and digital nomads. Remember to keep exploring and don't forget to make informed decisions that help you achieve your financial goals while enjoying your wanderlust journey. Thanks for tuning into this episode of Wealthy Wanderlust. We hope these tips help you optimize your investment strategy and reduce your tax bill. If you enjoyed the show, please leave us a review and share it with your friends. And if you have any personal finance topics you'd like us to cover, feel free to reach out to us on social media. Until next time, this is Jake signing off. Happy travels.